more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. You're back with the worst case scenario. Uh, I am your host, as always, Valio Iglesias. With me, as usual, Silvery Plath, Adam Strange, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. Um, and yeah, worst or not, so we're going to start once again with Schadenfreude. Um... Can we not start with just taking does that, does that great... Mean, does that mean poop? No, it means to take great joy in the misfortunes of others. That's like poop. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, anything German means... That's usually what I think when I hear a German word. I'm just like, how does that relate to the doo-doo? Yeah, it means, it means poop and. It's like improv is yes anding. German means poop and. Uh, but yeah, no, Giuliani getting raided by the feds. Yeah. Um, and that was... That was dope. Um, not entirely surprising. I mean, it was a little bit surprising in the sense that, like, I don't know, you know, like, nobody who ever deserves it really gets the punishment. And this doesn't mean he's going to get the punishment, but what was kind of humorous about it and will be entertaining to see if anything comes of it is that apparently they sent seven armed FBI agents to his apartment and to his office to um, extract... I believe just uh, one or two laptops and a cell phone. Yeah. The same seven to both places? Or are they split up or seven to each? I don't know. But it, and <laughs> also, and well, also, no, it's a legitimate question because I was not able to tell if like Giuliani just had a home office. So like going to his apartment meant yeah. his apartment and his office. Um, you know, a lot of people like that, especially in the pandemic era. But even before that. New York's a pricey place, uh, but he gets divorced a lot. I think that his office would be a, in an office. It he, would be hard for him to move it around yeah, home to home. It's he, like it's he's, he's been jumping home. He was in the governor's mansion, then he was in that rich lady Judas house, and then he was in a hotel. No, when they refer to his office, they're probably talking about the the bathroom in his. That's the offshoot of the bedroom. Well, no, I, I think a lot of those people kept offices. Like, I don't yeah, think everybody really... Yeah, and he does work for a company. He is, like, a, at a firm. One thing it's that, about him is he, um, some of the people that were raiding him were from the DA office that he used to be in charge of. Yes, so there had to be at least one or two employees that were there when he was there that came in like, hey, hey, boss. Hey, boss, how you doing? Hey, it's good very, to see you. Very Give me unlikely. your fucking phone. Very unlikely. No, I know. I'm kidding. I did see this footage, though, that apparently... And you, there's a lot of footage now about he, he has like three phones, okay? And he has a habit. None of, he, of which he knows how to work. He rolls them in his hands. If you watch him in interviews, he'll sit there with three phones, and they're like in a, in a stack in his hand. And when he's nerd, he just rolls them around. Like, like they're, he's shuffling them like cards. And that's when you hear about him butt-dialing reporters all the time. He's mm-hmm. not butt-dialing. He just kind of activates them with his phone and call, in his hands and calls people. So th- there's been one or two calls, and one is like, we're going to need to get that money to the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, $57,000. Yeah, call this guy. And then call that guy. Yeah. You can hear him in the background saying this stuff. And Someone he needs a to reporter. get him a set of medicine balls. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure his um whatever they call it, yeah, that's his, that's his cellmate that's, that's when he them. gets to Rikers might have some balls he can play with. He yeah. might. No, and, and not to make light of 
jail rape. And we've all, no, and we've already been through this, but like Giuliani's old man ineptitude. Uh, His balls have like brown dripping off of them. Yeah, no, 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 it's it's definitely (laughs) that black dye that melted off of his eyebrows. But uh, no, it's like his whole old man ineptitude runs right along with the whole fact of like, in addition to being an attorney in modern times, he was running like a tech security company. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, first of all, you're old as fuck, so we know you know very little about this. But also, you can't stop pocket dialing people, so... And it's just like, he doesn't even know how to run, like, a basic laptop or a cell phone, but he's the head of a tech security company only because... And I've said this a thousand times, but only because he was the mayor of New York when 9-11 happened. And everybody's like, oh, he handled it so amazingly. It's like, Yeah, but there's so many people that are in charge of tons of things that they don't know shit about. I mean, that's most corporations that we look at. Absolutely, but I'm just just saying that it is very exemplary. Um, And I I also think that uh, it fits right along with, you know, I think we all knew that he just figured he was going to get pardoned uh, at the end of the administration or that the administration would go on long enough for the charges to just, or the uh, statute of limitations to die down. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's really not what's ended up happening for him. And uh, did either of you see the uh, brief little commentary from Michael Cohen? Yeah. Um, where like, he He's going to flip. He's going to flip. Yeah, which... Uh, and, like, I did. Right. And, and A lot of good that did. And again, you know, and I've said this every time we quote Michael Cohen. I'm not, like, trying to make a hero out of that asshole. But, um, but what he did point out that I think that, you know, a lot of people didn't understand was that he was saying... Because, you know, both Trump and Giuliani... Before they were on any world stage famous, they were like they were known in New York. They were both public figures in New York, and um, all the way from like the '80s. And uh, what Cohen pointed out was simply that uh, he was like, yeah, before Trump became president, him and like they knew each other, but Rudy didn't like Donald, and Donald didn't like Rudy. Well, they made that video where Rudy's dressed like Marilyn Monroe, and, yeah. they, and they're kissing in a Macy's. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, no, it's, no, from, like, they, it's from the mid '90s. Yeah, Rudy was in drag. It was like an SNL thing. And they're like dancing in a Macy's, and then they kiss. Right, that's it. Like and then, the king and queen of New York kind of thing is and, what they were going. For. And then he grabs him by the Giuliani's, if you know what I mean. Giuliani's he like, no, I'm saving myself for my cousin. He definitely shuffled the family Giuliani's. Something like that. Which is what Giuliani's do. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, he just... They don't like each other anyway. They're also old men. And you're talking about putting, like, anything... Like, even just, like, two years on Giuliani. You think he's not flipping? Are you kidding yeah. me? Even, like, the whole... This is the whole thing. Um, when people are like... You see on, you know, CNN or whatever news program where they're like, oh, the irony of Giuliani being under investigation when he was this law and order icon or whatever. And it's like, no, dude, that's always been a fucking work of fiction. Um, When they talk about, oh, he's the he's the state attorney that took down the mafia. It's like 
Yeah, he was in charge of the office, but he wasn't doing yeah. any of the investigation. He didn't do any of the in-court prosecution. No, he's the one that took like 15 trials to take down fucking Gotti. Oh, yeah, John like, Gotti, yeah. You know, like motherfucker was called Teflon yeah. under, under Giuliani. The, I think Giuliani's greatest purpose was adding the buffoonery and clownery to the entire election cycle. Like, as Trump was losing, if there would have been like a real lawyer that looked like a lawyer out there arguing the case... And instead of Giuliani farting, like it was he did. <laughs> with like a leaking with his leaking hair yeah. and getting, his leaking have, ass, getting a fucking press conference at a porno shop, like everything he did almost daily was like another nail in the coffin. And I really hope there was some really cutty Democratic operatives that were like, oh, wait, he booked the, 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 the four seasons here. Cancel it. I got an idea. You're like, I, I really hope there was somebody in the background like take his take his um hair dye and replace it with this melting dye ha 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 we're gonna rip this whole thing apart deep state yeah, deep state no and in addition <laughs> the fact that like, I wanna make a TV show now called deep state even it's with just like some college boy bros just antics, antics yeah they're like we yeah. gotta give him fart pills before he goes on TV just no. a bunch of tomfoolery it's anti-Bino the CIA just developed <laughs> the fart pills <laughs> No, Deep State definitely sounds like a failed Comedy Central show made yeah. from Muppets and recordings. Like, actual recordings and Muppets. Like, you get, up. like, a police, like, mafia recordings of, like, <laughs> you need to make Muppets. That would be a great TV show. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but, no. <laughs> We're going to whack. He's going to sleep with the fish. To my point, though, and, like, is, a fish puppet that's sexy, like, hey, Palos. Is that just his, all of his credits, the things that we were like, oh, like, find it ironic that now he's gone down that this path it's like no he was always this clown taking uh credit for shit that he never deserved credit for he did not take down the mob it's it, the it was... american way absolutely so you are right that we can't really you know plant a flag on him like he invented uh buffoons taking credit for the hard work of others because that is that's and, and, I, and i'll say he I, he's, he's the eli whitney of law enforcement if, if we can say anything if, else. if you could like if there was a possible way to be like would you rather visit new york pre-giuliani or post-giuliani yeah when was the party what was pre the best party he ruined new york you know i'm saying like like all the good venues and i'm not saying it was his fault that all the good venues died but it, it kind of was if there's I mean, anything there's like a no. list the club kids scene if there's anything like, you can give him credit for, it's making LQ. New York suck. But here's the thing, is that Stop pre-New York, or pre-9-11, uh, he got credit for, like, on the law enforcement thing. They were like, oh, he's the one who drove the crime down in New York City. Like, the crime was at its peak until Giuliani got there. But it's just not true. What he did was make the city suck, and the fucking crime rate started going down before he got there it actually you know, the whole country that's the thing right it's like it's and, the I'll, whole and i'll country. go into like leaded gas but nobody wants to hear my conspiracy theories no, about can, crime rates and leaded gas but yeah. the entire country because of the Abortion, economy 70s gas. and 80s there were yeah. some broke motherfuckers and like homelessness was everywhere there were so many broke people and then there the economy came back under clinton and therefore there were less broke people living in the streets Slightly, yeah, and, and, and there, you know, look, and there are a lot of theories as to why the crime rate went down. But what the first thing you said is across the board inarguable is that in the same year that New York's violent crime rate went down, which I believe is, I think it peaks in '93 or '94, and then it begins to go down. Yeah, it begins to go down, and it peaks in '93, goes down in '94. 
Um, and that's the end of the Dinkins term. Yeah. And because Giuliani is just getting in office as things are already declining, he just takes credit for it because that's when he starts the whole broken windows policing yeah. and the whole fucking stop and frisking and just the incredibly intense racist and just yeah. like taking people to jail for shit that you used to just get a ticket for or whatever but gentrifying swaths of every borough but yeah no and but they just um and it starts there for sure but um he takes credit for something that a starts happening a year before he got there and b is happening nationwide not just in new york so um, whether it's, you know, like, and I, I've seen different documentaries that credit, like, the, you know, the leaded gasoline thing. I've definitely heard that. I've heard the abortion thing. Um, all of it. And, you know, feel free to Google search any of this shit. We're not going to go into it because I couldn't speak educated on it anyway. But um, it's just one more thing that Giuliani took credit for. Like, I prosecuted the mafia. I made crime go away in New York. I was you know the person on duty during 9-11 it's like and everybody's like oh he just handled it so well he made everything do what yeah. he made people do fucking what the firemen did what they were gonna do and even the nypd who i have always every person that went above and beyond went above and beyond from their own from self their own and not shit. because of yeah, anything no, I didn't that he did or said or inspired out. them to do something i didn't see him pulling anybody out of any rubble. exactly yeah and it's just, all he did was you know a give a couple of speeches but even those like to what end like you didn't inspire anyone to do Look, people, New Yorkers saw the fucking buildings come down. Everyone was fucking devastated about it. And everyone who did a heroic act or perished in it or whatever it was that, that each of them individually did, you don't get credit for that, motherfucker. John Stewart has done more for the victims and survivors of 9-11 than Giuliani ever will. Absolutely. And just because... I'll say Kevin Leary has, with his little, when he had his TV show, he had some charities going, Rescue Me, pretty good show. Because Dennis, John Dennis Stewart Leary. is Dennis like Leary. A, what did I say, Kevin? I don't yeah, know. He did. John Stewart Fuck is yeah. a truly that's an inspirational leader yeah. in not well, he's because a, he's a truly a leader, yeah. but because he's an authentic human being with yeah. an intelligent yeah. mind and a kind heart and is fucking real and just puts it out there and it, you feel it. Like you feel it when he speaks right, and be, people can like rally around that. Because and he's feel genuinely like, empathetic. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so like when an empathy, you know, it, it as you already know it, it works both ways you know what i mean like he's like shit like he's feeling your pain so you can fucking tell that you can feel that about him giuliani is just a fucking circus clown and way before he started melting and leaking you know eyeshadow or whatever the fuck it was on tv or before he was even farting on the air like he anyone on like cnn or any of the other news broadcasts who were like oh how ironic this is it's like no what's ironic is like you have to paint this as ironic because you dickheads were trying to package and sell us this asshole as if he was a hero or a law enforcement icon and even if he was the law enforcement icon that you were trying to portray him to be I still would have thought fuck them anyway yeah, fuck that dude <laughs> fuck the character fuck anyone that represents what any kind of law and order situation would be anyway Absolutely. I mean that's not because what you represent is fucking racism at its core and a whole bunch of other just sucky shit
Well, you know what I mean? So even if you were the the cartoon they're trying to portray you as, I'd say fuck that dude. But he was never that in the first place. And anyone who was ever paying attention, and it's the same as like before Trump became president. Like if you were anywhere within 200 miles of New York City, you knew who both of these people were, and you considered them both clowns if you pilot, or paid attention. Yeah. <laughs> paid attention, apparently I'm losing my words See, but you get what i'm saying giuliani like he he would have had if he had not run for president a long time ago like after he stopped being mayor this is the thing like you, you think like in american history when someone accomplishes being mayor of new york yeah serves a couple terms and leaves office without being hated yeah, that's good that's good you can oh, have you can hated. have you can have a mansion in new york now no i mean like universally like you know right. get, get kicked out of office or whatever like the way como is going to leave governor but like he could have just had a mansion in new york been a lawyer for some huge firm and been rich forever and then cranked out another dumb um, America's mayor book every five years for two million mm-hmm. but then he ran for president when he had no chance of winning plus and he had I mean if you run for president somebody's going to come to you with polls and say here's what it looks like you got no fucking chance of winning and you can you make a decision like well I'm going to run anyways for the publicity to sell the next book right whatever and he just kept running and then like throughout that campaign and I even forget who all was running then it was against Obama it was one of those two mm-hmm. oh, but he um he had no chance and he just kept pushing it along like he might get a VP slot and that from there on it was just like he's just been I don't even like it's he should have been happy is what I'm trying to get get at no, but, but he just wasn't he needs to be more famous right. or some shit in his yeah, soul but what is it that is but the he odd a, thing like what a, is the like empty place in your soul that you're trying to fill like what is it that you think you're gonna get out of if, any of this you're not impassioned if he had stopped then he would have had this you know took down the mafia a New York mayor America's mayor 9-11 that would have been a great legacy to to go out on right yeah, but, but he's like and now he's the dripping farting piece of yeah, shit yeah like Borat, the hungry ghost like just desperate rubber. for yeah. yo dead ass yeah oh, that's a that's that's a deep cut yeah, and, you just and went I with there, but think yeah he's definitely the hungry ghost because it, go ahead well people get when especially with politicians when they're like from a low part of power and matt gates is kind of going like when they're from like a, a middling bit of power and then they get around actual wealthy people because mm-hmm. if you're mayor of new york you're going to be dealing with people and they're going to come to your office and talk to you that you are fucking nothing to them you know they have enough billions that they're just like thinking of the 10 ways they could destroy you with like three sentences to one of their underlings you know like billion dollars billions and billions and like i think that, that just fucks your mind up where now you can't go back to regular world anymore oh, you have to get into that world that you will never get here, into but here's where i disagree and so you'll be with you because i i think it. we agree on premise but where i disagree is that he was always that even his like whole thing yeah. of taking credit for prosecuting the mafia now granted they would give that credit to anyone who was the head of that office at that time anyway you know what i mean um but he was always originally that was his whole thing the reason he wanted that job the reason he wanted to be the mayor the reason he parlayed everything into the next thing was he was just always i'll give you one better he's a thirsty ghost you know what I mean? He's just always been thirsty for nothing more than the fame and the credit. And that's why he could never uh, let it be. Like, as you said, like when you mention any one of those chapters where like 
most people. It's like if Sully Sullenberg couldn't have been happy being the guy who saved yeah. all those people and was like, now I'm running for the mayor of Pittsburgh. I bet you he was you happy know? just being a pilot. Yeah, I bet you like he was he like, was you know what? Being a normal, everyday pilot, I'm great at this. And then he was like, oh shit, I saved everybody. That's good enough. No, I like, don't even want to do these commercials Giuliani for life insurance now. never wanted his 15 minutes of fame. He wanted an hour and 47 minutes, like an off kilter amount of fame no it's definitely and it just it like he was always after that in the first place and that's why he can't let it go now and that's why people are like oh it's crazy that he's ruining his reputation to get this other thing and it's like no it's not the other thing it's always the thing it's 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 the carrot it's the thing that will always be out of his reach because like as you were saying silvery like what's the empty thing in your soul what yeah. will fill it and it's never going no, to be enough father's he could love wake up, and his father's dead he could wake up tomorrow being fucking Daddy bruce springsteen is. and it would still not fucking be, be enough, enough. Yeah. you know like he could have the love of of humans. And I think that that is like the human condition to an extent for many people. It's just when it crosses over into a world where you then end up causing so much more harm. But that's all he's ever done. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that like that emptiness in, in a person trying to fill that hole is mm -hmm. the human condition. Right. But his way of doing it ends up causing harm to others. Whereas for some people, it's it's something that they're trying to fulfill, understand. It's what we've created all of our shit about. You know, it's why we made up God, whatever the fuck we did. You know, yeah. we're all doing it. Right. It's just the way that he does it is is so is so traumatizing to so many other people and causes so much more harm. And, and it's just tacky. Yeah, no, it's, I was going to say, it's you know, so like, naked. There's no class. Mm -hmm. Like, at least, you know. Well, you notice that um, he shut the fuck up ever since the, the lawsuits came from the voting companies. Like, you don't see him on the news anymore saying anything. He well, didn't talk to nobody. Yeah. Even this all stuff just happened, and his <laughs> spokespeople came out and talked. He, and, he was a spokespeople, like, a month yeah. ago. But now he his has His ass was a spokespeople. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he, he got a butt plug. He, he yep. was a flatulent the, the ghost. The best part of the fart a flatulent ghost. is the woman sitting next to him <laughs> who just like quickly. <laughs> yeah, just looked. She was like, yo, I'm trying to testify over here. Can you please? She didn't look at his, like where the sound came from. She looked at his face. Yeah, like, she, what? Motherfucker. That's what, We're on TV. You don't They're gonna think someone's it was, butt when they fart, do well, you? When someone farts audibly no. in front of you, do you look at their butt or well, do you look at their face? If there's a noise, don't I'll lie. tend to look towards it. You look at the butt. It, if there's a noise, I'm looking towards it. I, I haven't determined it's a fart yet when I first hear the noise. How long does it generally take? So it takes I'm, you longer to figure out it was a fart than to avert your gaze <laughs> to where it needed to come. No, well, aim, that's look, all instantaneous. Once I realize what it is, I look up at the person. Those thoughts are very rapid. Now, if you're sitting next to someone and you realize what it is, you make that look immediately so you, they know it's them Straight and not you. Straight to eye contact. Not Straight you. to eye contact. Straight. Or you point. Immediately, the like, second that part happens, butt. you go like this. You're you like, not that was not me. That was the old dripping gross man next to me. You're not like, wait, where did that come from? Oh, their ass. Now let me just look up. <laughs> rolling, rolling, upwards, upwards. And next time I fart and you, you look at my butt, I'm going to be like, my eyes are up here, Tom. <laughs> no, anytime I fart well, and someone like, looks in my face, I'm going to go, my asshole's down here. Now, if you're like a, if you're a fartriloquist, <laughs> you know, and you can make it sound like it came from somewhere else, then maybe. Wow. The fartriloquist. That's Sorry. We digress. I apologize. There's also a fart trill, which is like three farts that happen really quickly. Oh, the fart trilogy. 
of our trail. Giuliani's not going to be the only tacky motherfucker around here. I mean, we can't let him be, right? No then way. Because then I it, was like, he has no class, so I'm gonna have less class. Because then Giuliani I'm focus wins. on the farts. Well, you know, he's, when you focus on the you butthole, guys can talk about 9/11, no, but Giuliani I'll tell you what, I'll never here. fucking forget. <laughs> he might have that um, ass. He still has a chance to to retain his power because they are officially auditing the votes in Arizona right now. You know about that, right? The Republicans put it to a vote in their state house that. They, even though the state has done three recounts of the Arizona votes, that people couldn't have possibly voted for a Democrat, so that they've retained their own private audit company called Cyber Ninjas from Sarasota, Florida, that no one has ever heard of, that's run by Republicans, who are now in a convention center in Arizona counting the votes. And apparently at least 80% of the cars in the parking lot have Trump bumper stickers of the counters that are re- recounting, and that the people there, like as they walk in, if, if the reporters ask some questions, their first question is, right, but are so you from OAN? No, nope. they bored? Aren't they bored? They're going to they're gonna find the fake votes, and they're going to prove that Trump was president, and then they're going to throw the whole thing out. They've just got to be And so then bored. they can put him back into power. And they actually believe this can happen, and they're doing it right now. Okay. It won't do anything. And that, no, that's dumb as shit, but also it's equally as dumb as... I think I was as... I can say I think I was as stunned as anyone when when Trump actually got in and uh, won the election. And I, you know, I'm one of the most cynical people that I know, at least, you know. And uh, I think that's easily readable. Like, yeah, like, I think usually the worst fucking thing's going to happen. But even I was actually stunned when, like, I fell asleep on the couch during election night. Hillary was definitely behind, but, like, I woke up to them announcing, like, no, Trump actually won this shit. And I was as stunned as anyone could be. And for a little bit, it felt surreal. But in the proceeding months, if you remember, like, people were sending petitions around being like, no, we need to make this happen and that happen. And I was just like, what do you mean? That's not... That's not how the process works. Like, I'm as upset as you are, but that's just not how it works. And also, even if these dumbass ideas, even if they were things of like, no, the process works this way. It's like, by the time you even got any of these balls in motion, he would have already been the president for another year or two. And it, no one's going to wind back the clock on someone who's been the president for a year or two so like it's it's not unique it's to the trumpers but i mean Let's yeah i mean there's there's yep, the deep state has won bend over republicans and take this free money empire strikes back and return of the jedi and let's watch the I shit mean, yeah, and let's I go mean, back I and forth and no, I think we win and you win and then everybody what the, it's all i think there's illusion. a level of it but I, I think i think that's a glib oversimplification what i would say is what i think is like only certain people like and and here's what i think where this is evidenced right is when the dnc and debbie wasserman schultz completely uh just subbed bernie and just you know what i mean and like glib oversimplification is biting no okay no one has shit on malarkey teeth more than me okay like have i not spent i i've named episodes of this show 
hashtag malarkey teeth about how much I dislike him. But the alternative, come on. And so what I'm saying is that what I mean is that it's a glib oversimplification. What I think about your statement is a glib oversimplification is when you say like, oh, it's already been decided beforehand. To a certain degree, I think that's true. But what I think is true is that they're like, here, here's four people you get to de- to choose from. But they're, you know, there's a small group of people who decides who those three or four people you get to decide from that you're picking. You follow me? So you have the illusion of choice. Some of them and definitely decided that some of them definitely decided <laughs> Hillary would be in charge. No, and that's you know, and that, that no, happened. And no, you're absolutely right. The electoral college, from its very inception, the whole I mean, <laughs> no, the the electoral college comes from the same place as the three fifths compromise, and from like black people are less than human, and from uh, just that we cannot let these dullards fucking decide. As in, if you are not. Um, a white property owning male of a certain status, then you don't get to fucking decide. And that's what the Electoral College is about. So we give people the illusion of choice and we move things slightly left or slightly right depending. And in some ways, you know, some significant things happen and, and he was easy to vilify and right on. Like he's a piece of shit, but he really isn't that interesting, right? I mean, he's really not. He's sort of this idiotic thing and all it really did was sort of show the face of many aspects of america that we kind of needed to dig out like the festering wound just needed to be like dug out we couldn't just keep putting band-aids over it and pretending like somehow this wasn't the reality of america and like he was just a figurehead and a joke of a face he's not anybody that's like he's not even a cult of personality like he isn't really shit like he's just not that fucking interesting but what he did was what we needed was just to like pull this shit back out and kind of like you know dig in deep where it hurts and so it's like easy to hate on them but really like i don't feel like all of a sudden in america under biden is a whole new world or something you know i'm glad people are dancing in the streets i like any excuse for a party get out there There be stoked be happy but come on i mean regardless of how people believe in the pandemic less people are dying every day and that number definitely you know you can see the difference when the change came came over and what do you think the change was that made that happen? I don't know. People getting the vaccine, believing that it worked, people actually taking taking it seriously. Like Ted Nugent being like, oh, no, I'm serious. It's real now. <sighs> I know I was saying it was fake, but I got it. It hurts. Like, I don't know. Awareness. Did, did Ted Nugent? Okay. Do, Ted do Nugent you think that that COVID, was yeah. just the timing of the a, vaccine? Like, do you think that... Sarah you know, Palin did the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. I think it could have been timing, but Trump also just, didn't it take it seriously. seems kind of weird, right? He didn't right? believe in it, seems it whatsoever. Kind of, seems kind of odd. That okay. somebody didn't believe in it. I mean, now you also, if you don't believe in that the vaccine is anything, then that wouldn't make any sense. But if you did, then hundreds of millions of people got, you know, 100 million people got it after. But then that wouldn't have anything to do with Biden. No, Biden did that. Biden, like Trump was like, you're going to have the vaccine if you want it. And Biden was like, it's coming to your fucking state. Give it to people. It was, it was a different thing. He bought like 100,000 more, 100 million more doses. I've, I mean, if, you know what I'm saying, that's, and that's different. No, no, okay, the so money. again, I think that this, and, and I think that much like... The way that... Child we, tax credit? No, go ahead. You first. I mean, the way that we test for uh, the virus changed 
at the exact same time that Biden went into the presidency, right? So we like well, we lowered the, rapid, the amount of the. We have the rapid tests now, and they're like the way that they rotate the test so that it's less sensitive, so but that they many, realize that things were coming up positive, and all these asymptomatic people carrying a virus that were coming up positive, and they're like, oh, actually not. Okay, I mean, for whatever reason, it happened at the same time. They like, but then, maybe that's just a coincidence. Like, but then that's that would, fine. That would suggest that either. They, they all people are still dying, but they're not being labeled as COVID, or that there were fake deaths, or they were killing people. No, uh, what the deaths have slowed what down it as may, well. No, what it would so they have to stop classifying. People are still dying, okay, but they're classifying them differently. But hold on, absolutely, because what be. uh, what I would say is that this goes back to the original conversation, India. which is that perhaps Biden is the new Giuliani, whereas certain things were taking effect. When just like the crime rate in New York was going down as Giuliani was taking uh, office, yes, these things were already in effect. Now I'm not saying Trump well, is to be lauded or credited for that, but hold on, no, but hold on. The, no, there are certain things that are going down and certain things that are no, going when up. He, when he came into power, they were starting. We were starting to go back up again. And no, I'm not but saying then it went back down. Unlike India and England, I'm not kept saying going up. that there aren't policies that the Biden administration has instituted that are not positive. I definitely think that there are things that they've instituted that are positive. And also just having a president that just shuts the fuck up is positive. And like, let his, let his administration do what it do and not having someone like, taking attention away from one controversy by stirring up the next that's just a fucking positive and letting people's stress levels go down is a positive but um what is a fact is that and this would happen with any whether it's a pandemic any crisis the longer you deal with it the more the people in charge of dealing with it the frontline workers the doctors all of these things start learning better how to handle it like for instance you know, it turns out that putting people on respirators in the late stages of COVID is not a good thing. It actually has negative impact. And there are certain just nuances like that, that as any crisis goes on, you learn how to handle it better. So, yes, there is a certain amount. I think I would say I'm between the two of y'all in opinion, where I'm not saying that... Uh, the Biden administration has nothing to do with a positive impact. I am also not saying that he should get Giuliani level credit for a bunch of shit that was already in motion because even if you are a firm believer in the vaccines, you definitely cannot give Biden any credit for the vaccine. No. I mean, I have a lot of questions about the vaccines. No, getting I, more of it is the only thing he did differently. Right. He, he and, ordered more. And that's if, not and if they are as effective as they say, cool. And let's but wait he, let's wait a couple more administrations before we talk about the effects of the vaccine. Absolutely. I just want to say that like it's, I agree. it's nice that right now to say whatever you want to say about it, but like we got a long way to go before any of us have any real information Right. About it's it. it's all it's it's none of it is FDA approved and my whole stance with it is like I'm not saying there's anything nefarious about it. I think that it is completely understandable and logical to be like, oh shit, we're in a crisis. We think this is going to help put the fire out. Let's go ahead and fucking do that. But it doesn't make it not an experimental drug. And as I've said a hundred thousand times, fucking just because like clinical trials are supposed to take at a minimum, at a fast track, two years. So it is just, just because you call some shit Operation Warp Speed 
doesn't make it time travel. You do not know what the long-term side effects of that are gonna be. Hopefully, and I'm not saying that there will be crazy side effects or whatever else. And I'm not saying that there is a nefarious conspiracy at the helm of that. Um, I can see exactly why that shit was fast-tracked and put into people's arms. And if you have a reason to fucking take it, then fucking take it. But okay. But if you're starting any argument to me with, um, hey, we can trust Big Pharma, right? Well, I've, I've written many a song to say that I don't trust Big Pharma, and that was way before any of this happened. The United States government in bed with Big Pharma, the amount of money that's being made, and the fact that, like, the joke is on you when you get your little vaccine card and go and get a free Krispy Kreme donut and no one talking about <laughs> they actually did that what the fuck health looks like what does health look like what does building an immune system look like what does your body need to be healthy how do you build immunity what are the things that make you really um, susceptible to having significant symptoms from a virus that is actually wherever it came from wherever it's going we know that there are really specific things in the bodies of the people that this ends up exacerbating to the point that they may end up dead or you know at that point that you're deciding whether or not you go on a respirator right mm -hmm. so tell me what the things are that i can do from the time that I fundamentally am building either like literally the cells of a human body in my pregnancy through breastfeeding to how I deliver, to how I raise my children, to how I eat my food, to how I exercise, to how I grow my food, GMOs, all of the things that people don't want to real like you can build an immune system. And I'm not saying that people aren't immune compromised, that things don't fuck us up, that we are not susceptible to all kinds of environmental toxins and whatever. Like, of course, none of us are impervious to it, but there is no message being given to any of us about what health looks like. The response to say, take a pill, take a shot, do what we say, it's gonna save the world. You gotta stay locked in your house unless you do what we say and put this in your body without any messages of, you're a human being in the world and here's all the ways that we can make you healthy. We can make your body healthy, your children healthy. It felt like to me a slap in the face to be like, oh, get the card and go to Krispy Kreme donut and get a free donut. And literally people are posting pictures of themselves getting a fuck like, wait, come on. Oh. I'm that's not nefarious and conspiracy theory shit. That's just basic public health. Like, no, it's, you don't it's, have to be off on this shit. Nah, like, come on. I'll dude. say me looking at it. It's is very there's a company. Meta. There's a it's company that says we have these books. And for years, people came into our stores and gave us money. And then they fucking stopped. I really wish people would come back to our stores and give us money again because we don't have any more. So what can we do? Yo, if they take the vaccine, they can come to our stores again. That's what they're thinking from a business standpoint. I'm just saying that's that's what I see it as a company. I don't see yeah, it as like, somehow... let's give them sugar and then they'll be slower and we can trick them even more. Oh, no, no, that, no, no. I mean, no. I believe there's a whole oh, thing no. about sugar addiction. Krispy Kreme stayed open the whole time because they got drive throughs yeah. Burger King, KFC, McDonald's, they all stayed open. Yeah. Walmart stayed open. <laughs> Small businesses yeah. did not stay open. Right? Yeah. People right. making healthy food, people that were providing for their communities in ways that were healthy. No, mm -hmm. all those chains stayed open. Nobody's fucking desperate at Krispy Kreme to get somebody to come they're, buy a fucking okay. donut they're, from them for free, by the way. They're not getting any money. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now that it's not the there's a big red line Kreme, going bro. downhill from when the, par the pandemic started. They, they didn't keep making the same money. 
They did not. They made they they stayed open. Are you yet. seriously crying so a river for Krispy Kreme no. donuts right now, bro? Like, are I, I you serious? I don't know how you're hearing that. I'm saying they lost money. That's a thing that happened. Right. They'd like to have more money. They're a business. Okay. The people that lost money are the, the people. Other people lost money too. Yes, but that doesn't make Krispy Kreme not lose money. Their profits are down okay, from the pandemic starting. Okay, giving out free donuts isn't making them money. You don't think people are going there to get a free donut and then maybe getting another thing while they're in there? Like that? Yes. When you give away free things, it's not. It's not because you're. I don't, I don't, you don't see that as a promotion? You don't see that as a promotion. Sam Adams is also giving away free beer. Okay, hold on. But do you not see a in connection? Boston. Now, I'm not. You don't now, see the irony in that now, I see it as a company. Sam it's, Adams beer and Krispy Kreme donuts you can have if you get the jab in your arm because now you're going to be healthier. That is not about immunity and health no, and building your body back. No, I didn't say That's okay, not teaching people. I didn't say it was. I said a company did a promotion because okay, they want hold customers. On. But, but do you not see, now I'm not drawing a connection in conspiracy to um a directly to the vaccine shit but if you don't see a through line right do you not see the through line between a culture that promotes like oh we're gonna put corn syrup and everything we're gonna promote fast it's food it's cheaper than we're sugar gonna, it yes. makes them more money i see right. the through line yes. is we want money right and that's how many times have i said on this show there's only one fucking conspiracy, and it's rampant, unchecked capitalism. And that connects to Krispy Kreme, that connects to the diet, that connects to the pharma industry. Bro, and tell me the definition of conspiracy that you love to tell all the time. What is the definition of conspiracy? It's just more than one motherfucker trying to get money. So then there's not one conspiracy, there's millions of them. right no but that's the thing at the end of the day when people are like whether it's you know okay there's two parts to every conspiracy theory that debunks them all in my mind hold on and it is it is this people think like oh there's a cabal of people's like whether it's QAnon or 9-11 truth thing or whatever it is at the end of the day there's a kernel of truth in most of them and when you drill down to find the only parts that are true, it's that there was enough money for people to go after it. So when you put a billion dollars at stake or a trillion dollars or whatever the fuck, if there's enough money in a capitalist society or even at like if you're in like a like a China type thing where they pretend not to be capitalists, but if there's money in it. So the two things for me are that the reason I don't believe in most quote unquote conspiracy theories is like the, that are so elaborate is that the old expression of three people can keep a secret as long as two of them are dead. I'm a firm believer in that. And the other thing is just that if you just put enough money behind anything, people will go for that pile of money. So they don't need to be conspiring together. They can't hear you shaking your head. I'm shaking my head because using the words conspiracy theory immediately makes people, um, it Did becomes this like fringe it's thing. Dis that it's dismissive. It's very right. dismissive and it's very condescending. And ultimately what we know is that at everyone there is a kernel of truth, right? Absolutely. But then it becomes very hard to investigate and look at what that kernel of truth is because you become so dismissive of people that believe any part of it. So when intelligent, educated people discuss the reality of at the base of this, this is what's going on and you have to look at it. It's so easy for people to dismiss you and be like, oh, this is this way or you think this or you must believe that 
with all of these assumptions that are not remotely true. But Absolutely. any conspiracy that we look at, there's something at the base of it and it fucking matters dude it is important and it is something that people should look at no absolutely and 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 you've heard me say this before is that like for two and, and this is to your point like when people are being dismissive of conspiracy theories it's like okay QAnon, bullshit jeff jeffrey human Epstein, trafficking Je and jeffrey pedophilia Epstein. Uh, rampant absolutely fucking rampant and not just limited to epstein it's rampant fucking um iran contra real thing COINTELPRO, real thing these are conspiracies by legal definition so what pfizer and johnson johnson paying out the largest criminal fines in history over the last decade and not just not just that like johnson and johnson dude, hasn't like, even what so for anyone that doesn't know Johnson & Johnson hasn't even paid out their shit. They're just right now subject of one of the most massive class action suits. And now I'm not saying this means that their vaccine is necessarily poison or that there's something nefarious behind it. But you have to question a company that has done what they've done, which is that Johnson & Johnson baby powder, which probably everyone listening has used. I have still have a canister of it in my bathroom and was so using what, your it. Bowls? Yeah, that's why I had it. When my right, my ass, right. when my ass chafes in the I, summertime, I'll, I use I'll it on the inner thighs. I noticed that when touch. I looked at your ass the other day, you farted, and I was like, "Is that Johnson and Johnson?" Is that, well, not Yo, anymore. Is that, it was I like a little it. poof. Well, see here, here's how. You're I, like, is that? I asbestos? saw a little like a little. Poof. How I even discovered this that that thing? I didn't even know. It should have been in the press. Should have been bigger. That that happened. But I went to buy baby powder, and I was like, "Why the fuck isn't there baby powder at the CVS? What the yeah. fuck?" And then, like my third time trying it, I get one. And they're like, "There's no. They don't put talcum baby powder anymore." Right. That's weird. Why? Why doesn't everybody know this? And then all of a sudden, the commercials start that are like, "Have you or a loved one used Johnson baby powder on your testicles or on yeah. your on your uterine cancer?" Like they knew it gave ladies cancer. Yeah, no, and this and they is, still marketed it towards. All right, so but let but in let Jet magazine they let, still had oh, ads. Yeah. Right, let and there's a reason it was marketed toward Jet magazine. You want to talk about intersectionality? In the Same fucking, with formula. All right, so but for anyone that doesn't know. And this is, you can look this up. This is not conspiracy theory bullshit. This is easily researchable, okay? Um, that Johnson & Johnson, uh, in, in their talc, has known that there has been asbestos in a certain amount of the talc that they were mining, and they still put that out in... Now, it's not in every... Uh, a little jar that they sell or whatever, but they're they knew that a certain amount of their baby powder had asbestos in with the baby powder, and they were marketing it. And frequently, you know, everyone uses baby powder their own way, but it is most frequently used uh, by women, and more frequently by mothers and black mothers. Um, in the, like, so it caused a lot more, uh, I believe, ovarian cancer, right? And um, correct me if I'm wrong here, yeah, Silvery, yeah, right. but uh, it, it mostly most of the cases were ovarian cancer. But regardless of whatever cancer it was, Johnson and Johnson not only knew that they were selling this product that was cancer causing uh, to millions of people, but they've known it since the 1950s. They got sued about it in the 90s. And they countersued by saying that if we are to reveal what's in our products, 
that's a corporate secret that we need and the court decided with them so they not only covered up the fact that they were doing it they continued doing it and it only became made public and pulled off the shelves in 2018 that's three fucking years ago so where that ties into what we're saying is just that i these are people that i don't think i can trust and if they're putting out a a brand new product on the market that they're like, yeah, it's not FDA approved, but I'm pretty sure you can trust Johnson and Johnson. Well, you know, it's I not don't on the market think it's a, though, right. Right. I'm saying that. No, I'm just saying. They're, but they, I think their hold on. Their vaccine is the one that got quote unquote put on pause for a minute. And merely the fact that any of it would get put on pause and pulled back and be like, wait, we need to do more research means that you never did fucking enough research in the fucking first place. And I'm not a fucking kook or a fucking anti-vaxxer or a conspiracy theorist for fucking saying, I think that that's fucking questionable, bro. Yeah. Like, I just don't trust a company that has, I use Johnson & Johnson's baby powder for all of my life. So, and literally, yeah, I put it on my fucking balls. Who knows what's happened to your balls by now? By now? Yeah, I do think. Who I, knows? I would say I would I would expect got, I every large pharmaceutical company balls now. to take a swing at this, though, right? Like you would expect every major pharmaceutical company to try to get in on some of this money while it's flowing. Like if there was one that, that existed that they'd be like, let's fucking make you a mean vaccine like Purdue? as quick Besides as possible. Besides like Moderna, I'm Pfizer, BioNTech, and Johnson and Johnson, and AstraZeneca, and AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. So, like, wait, I would expect all of them to. So how like, many so more do you need to get in on it? Well, no, yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. When you're saying this company, like Johnson and Johnson, I'm saying that's you all. You know of them. how many They're companies they way. own, right? Like each of them owns many of the companies yeah, but, that you think of. And yeah. also, Purdue is out the box ever since. They no, got, I'm just saying. You know, re- they're not. They're it. not like a bunch of small businesses. Well, I'm like pharma, we're just trying to make it work. Purdue really struggling. But when you say a company like. We're real mom and pop in the pharma industry. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm saying. When you say mom and pop pharma, when you say a company like this, you're kind of you're saying that there might be one that's not like that. (coughs) No, no, we're saying saying they're all like that, and that's I'm saying they're all like that. Yeah, I'm saying they're all like that, and that anyone who has like a heart and a soul out there trying to like actually heal people or figure out what health means or what like we can do. I mean, I think that there is a lot of those people and none of them are out there making $18 billion off this shit and they don't want to, but all the ones that want to, they are, they all are. Are there some though? You mean you think that there are pharmaceutical corporations out there that are like well intended? Yeah. No, I don't. No, I'm saying like, I would think there's probably one in Canada that deals with DMT. If the Western medical industry that includes pharma does include healing people, right? Like, I'm just saying if there are those, but if you're going to name the big names, like they're already there. Like, I don't know who you think isn't in the game, like Sackler. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's what, I wasn't naming anybody. I was no, saying there's a vaccine. That's what I that, mean, that's like, what was happening. Because they're already all in it. Like, no, no, who else is Sackler there? Sackler and Purdue, the only no, reason... I know, they don't have the saying money. that no, jokingly. No, but the only reason they're not in it is not because they got caught for purposely creating the opioid crisis. And they're like, oh, we're doing something else now. They're like... Now nah, we're good. We got all this dope no, and they, money. We're and chilling, bro. We are dev- We actually own private islands now, and, they and don't we're make, chilling. Their, their science involves chilling. dope, so they're like, that's all we got is dope science. We're not 
We're not, we we're not investing that. in like cancer. We're investing in you. Like we already so over. we we figured out how to cure sobriety, bro. <laughs> we're good. And like, here's my thing: if you have reasons, to, I'm not trying to convince anyone to not take any of the vaccines or anything like that. Nobody's if you have a reason that. to any of that, I am just saying that like, don't treat people like kooks and freaks for having questions about it. You know, that's just, these are not people that are to be trusted. And I watch, you know, I, I keep the news on in the background all day. And I, Ugh. I mean, I know you hate Yuck. that shit about me. I know you That's hate that shit terrible. about me. But like, it's not even because I don't I've... do it. Worstronauts don't fall for and it. And worst you know, mass media. Don't this show do is it. never don't about like living like me. Because if you live like me, you wouldn't need this show. And you definitely need this show. Don't turn it off. Subscribe, rate, well, and review. Um, one thing I will say that Biden has changed is that that the Republicans fought hard against the child tax credit. You know, and they just made they tripled the child tax credit and then cut it up. So basically, if you have a kid in America after July, you're going to get a check for three hundred dollars every month. Or you can is, or you can shift it and you can just get your regular yeah. tax credit uh, at the end of the year, know, which fuck, I would prefer. But how are those brown kids doing in cages? Oh, yeah. Did he let them out yet? No, yeah, they're not in cages. They're, they get, all were mostly like in, in rooms and get, hotels. He bought like bunk beds and shit. I, oh, I saw the, the thing. My God. Yeah. Wait, are they getting now? Tax personally, credits? yes, I believe yes. We should fully open the border. Borders are no good for anybody, and if you argue against borders, you get all of a sudden accused of being a new world order supporter. I d- I disagree. I, I feel I am on the same team as you for once. It maybe rhymes, twice. So true. Um, I also agree with a borderless world, and and it has nothing to do with new world order. It doesn't have to do with any any singular government or control over the people because you open up borders people can still have autonomy and independence and be who they are as individuals and you know all of that can be the same i mean like the independence of humanity does not necessarily mean that you have to have false borders drawn i mean that's not yeah now biden is they're not turning away people the asylum seekers parents anymore and that's a thing that was happening a lot where people were just because Trump was like letting the, the kids come in, but then sending the parents back, they were just sending their kids over alone and they didn't know that it had changed. And a lot of people keep, are still doing that. And they are taking letting, letting adults come and stay with their parents in cages, basically, you know, in centers because they don't have anything down there anywhere for that many people to go. And that's the thing. It's like we need fucking like campuses along the border of like dormitories like actual places to stay while you await your asylum which we do not have well, no we that have wasn't republicans with guns the, that wasn't originally the policy until very recently it mm-hmm. was like you would process people and then be like yo do you have a place where you're going like usually they have some kind of family member here or something and then you give them a court date the same way that you would give anyone for a minor misdemeanor infraction and then expect them to show up for their court date which granted is flaws in that system but you know because as as a person who has uh yeah just fucking i'll say (laughs) bailed on a lot of court dates i would just say you know catch me if you can motherfucker i watch uh, i watch a lot of news also and you don't hear anything about the politics of south america on the news if you watch the news you'll hear brazil there's a dick in charge you know venezuela also a dick they don't have enough money that's it there's no like here's what happened in peru today here's what happened in guatemala and yet those people are fleeing their country in droves my best friend is yeah she's constantly keeping me up on it and i have that moment now i don't watch the news so i can't say but i 
but I know already that they're, that's not on the news. And that whenever she's explaining it to me, you know, and like, this is what's going on and this is what's happening and this is what's going on with the president here and this is what's happening. I'm like, holy shit, there is no other way I would really know about this. Except for, I guess, you know, if I went seeking it on the internet or Democracy something. now. But definitely um, not like mass media. If I, if I if I can advertise someone else's show, Amy Goodman, Democracy Now. Yeah, if I you used want, to listen to it a lot. If you want real news, listen to that. And then um, uh, also Jeremy Scahill, The Intercept, who is actually just a protege of... Uh, Amy Goodman but what I will say is more importantly than South America and I think that you were probably including this in your but to be more um, yeah, accurate is Central America yeah because at least or the, the world right I but, mean I thought it was just an example right of, but no but we don't no but when we're talking about the immigration stuff is that um, the countries of South America at least uh, have a sovereignty that like you generally don't see America openly invading Brazil or doing fuck shit to most of those countries. Oh, and they tend Whereas, to flee to each other. When right. they have problems, they'll like flee to the neighboring country, not what, what people straight to north. write off in a, in a classically American way of like, oh, it's Mexicans rushing our border just because they're brown and not black. They call them Mexican. But it's obviously, as everyone at this table knows, Hondurans, El Salvadorians, Guatemalans, all that shit. And Latinx in, it, people. Yes, but it's but, but, set, but unique to Central America, the United States goes down there and fucks with and has been fucking with those countries for their natural resources and many yo look into the bananas fucking the cocaine, bana yo the banana wars people. is a real thing it sounds cartoonish but it's real oh, no. there's it, it, there's there's really good documentaries on youtube about like the three or four companies and how they basically just made governments mm -hmm. and if a government opposed them they would just fucking take that shit out United and you're like Fruit, the, which is now chiquita banana, yeah like, like the it. fact that like a room full of guys in new york were like well we're gonna have to take the government down again okay well, we allocated funds for that, so go ahead. Yeah, and so anyway, like, when people talk about, like, oh, they're fleeing these conditions, it's conditions that frequently, not every Our time. comfort created. But we, the United States created the war-torn situations that they're fleeing from. And even if it's Our not. Our drug laws made their cartels. Right, and even if it's not a direct result of, like, oh, we're down there doing what they're fleeing from, it's, like, the repercussions for years to come are what they're fleeing from. And so these refugees coming to our doorstep seeking some kind of respite from that is, it's our fucking responsibility. Yeah. You know, and and it's, uh, well, I mean, we, it's a what? classically American responsibility. You know it what, really though? is. Your pronunciation of respite is amazing though. Can we, can we talk about the actual, the biggest, problem it has of the a week. long I, I couldn't help it I you couldn't know, help the it. biggest scandal so far Biden's that's the lowest form of conversation I, that's why I said it that was the joke because I knew how much it would upset you it was just a joke but you guys here the Republicans this week were really mad because apparently Biden says that in the Green New Deal you're only going to be allowed to have two pounds of ground beef a year that, that was a real thing this week the Republican rate talk shows the TV shows they were all like where's the beef Oh my God, the Green New Deal. It doesn't in any way. The Green New Deal does not mention that in any way, shape, or form. There's Biden has never talked about restricting meat. The government pays cattle farmers to grow beef so also, you can have it cheap. Also, uh, Biden is also not gross. a proponent of the Green New Deal. No, 
he I'm sure he's eating steaks and shit, you know? He looks like a steak eater. Dude, he wouldn't have got his malarkey tea transplants if he was not into eating red meat. But that was their biggest thing all week long. They were losing their minds about how he's going to take away their beef and they're going to have to eat those fucking soy burgers. Oh, well, Bill Gates is making all the soy burgers now, so. Uh, well, he's a soy boy anyway. That's why he bought also, all Also, no that's more why, menthols. That's why he bought all those farms. Oh, no I more think. Okay. menthols. Before we get out of here, yep. I do want now, to talk is, about is that. Is that good or bad for black people? Um, is well, it the nanny state? No, okay. Why so, can't I have a mango jewel pod? Okay, hold on. So, no, and, and don't think that it's not coming for that, too. No, they did. They did I already. Don't, you, I don't you even know what I mean. Okay. A year is. ago, they I'm made... such a loser. Well, as the pandemic started, there was this weird vaping illness that was actually from fake from people selling fake weed vapes that weren't licensed. Black people got sick. So they went after Juul and said, hey, no more flavors. So, so you can't have vapes and flavors anymore except for tobacco and menthol. Yeah, no, okay. They so- ended all flavored... Inhalants. So oh, now all cigar- the people with the vapes that smell like strawberry cheesecake yes. and shit. They've been Thank gone for God. over a year. I'm sorry. I'm not really into government regulations, but I am into people not smoking that shit around me. It's so gross yeah, to me. Weird. I'm sorry. No, like apple even- pie vaping near me yeah, is so no. gross. Now, number one, as <gasps> I mean, do it if you want. Look, though. I am a cigarette smoker. Do you? And I find other people's secondhand cigarette smoke gross. Like, don't blow that in my face. But even grosser. Okay, is the less fruity gross, bullshit yeah. okay but um to answer your question um the banning menthols and how it affects the black community that actually is a move that was put forward by black health activists oh, yeah. and it's because um black men are the number one um if the statistics I read are true, they are the number one sufferers and um, patients of lung cancer. And a big part of that is because the way that menthol cools the tobacco going into your lungs, it makes it more palatable. And obviously menthols are marketed much more heavily to the black community and it's all a wider part of like by itself it would be like okay that's weird but did you get told that thing when you were young that it's fiberglass in your lungs i did remember that that. when you were a kid right that was not true right i never even knew i just always was like that was just what i was told like that's fiberglass in your lungs and it means this and i was like oh okay but i because i smoked them but i will say this though is that from what i read anyway now this doesn't make it fact but i don't think anyone tunes into this show for facts um but my understanding of it is that it's it's part of the broader movement of bringing the racial justice thing to the forefront whereas like instead of addressing every piece of racism in society as if like like if you think of it like as racism as like and granted this is going to be a glib oversimplification but if you think of it like a case of beer right instead of picking up every individual bottle and being like oh this is police brutality is racism then picking up another bottle and being like the healthcare system is racism it's like they're trying to address the whole thing of like yo this whole case of beer is a case of beer it's not individual bottles you follow what i'm saying so it's just like um addressing the mortality gap 
the racism in the healthcare system uh, in addition to instead of addressing racist policing as a separate thing from racist healthcare system it's them being like look let's just do it all at once you know and i and i i i, I can't disagree with that no i can't disagree with it i think that what gets a little bit confusing to me is like believing that then we would say that prohibition, right, was not a negative thing because you took away something which was alcohol, which is detrimental to many people for many reasons. And so yep. they should have taken it away. But I think most of us would say, nah, I think people have to make the choices they have to make. And so could we not put that into a process of like, as I was saying earlier, just bring it on back, like educating people about um, what this really does, what it's really about, and still giving them the freedom of choice and autonomy to do the things that they want to do, but understanding better like a holistic picture so that we can see. Instead of saying, I'm now restricting your ability to access something that maybe you have Which, a disease and you're, and you know, you're addicted to of, and you would really like to be accessing and, and you go through your process to heal from that. Will become criminals. If you take something that's hurting somebody right, exactly. and make it illegal, you're just going to make them do because an illegal I, action. This not is already something that I do all the time. So I'm going to keep doing it like. instead of like promoting health and promoting more information about it. Just being like, okay, now this is no longer a thing. Yeah, absolutely. See, like now you can get in trouble for it. I like it's just a person on Congress on the news on Friday talking about the reason that they were behind it was because flavored tobacco is easier for children to palate and children will get into it easier. Yeah, that my, was, I, I, was I just, about the menthol. I guess. Like when I was a kid, like I smoked menthols, but I didn't find them easier than cigarettes to smoke. I would think taking light and filtered cigarettes away would be would be more the case because unfiltered cigarettes are much more difficult to smoke than a filtered cigarette, which it's worse for you. Like it's it's just weird. Like the whole smoking thing is should definitely be like a No, I, I definitely like see like a personal choice issue and they're gonna eventually take both tobacco all the way away. No, I definitely and then we're gonna sell it on the black market. Your, are your guys uh points of view and i also see the hypocrisy in what i was saying uh in the sense that i'm like i don't know legalize all drugs and just make it a safer thing because also yep. again you you're do. going to once you illegalize say menthol cigarettes you're going to create a black market for it and that that's that's probably a real thing um because aren't we all having that internal like battle in ourselves right like drops on their fucking tobacco and then going to jail for it when you like tell uh, yourself like problem. when you do something and you have a vice, I don't know if it's just me, right? So if I have a vice and I'm like over my vice and I'm mad at myself about it and I'm like, don't do that. And then there's that little teenager girl in my brain that's like, fuck that. You could do what you want. You do whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Especially and it only the government takes, like, tells me not to do it. Exactly. Like, like the fuck. more thing that keeps telling me no, 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 the more there's some strange part of my subconscious, as embarrassing as it is, that is going to fight against that. But if everyone's like, hey, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Here it is. Just know that this is really fucking you up and know that this would really be better for you. Then I go through my process and I slowly like build the healthier things for me over time and the things that aren't really good for me fall away and I don't really have to have that battle against anybody because there's nothing that's like well, doing that I feel like it just plays off of this thing and it's what all of our entire American culture plays off of this wait like, are you saying the deep nanny state <laughs> well, man, you think about like I, I want drugs to be legal but then I think about like okay let's let's talk about the Sackler family and the opioid crisis do you think it'd be a lot nicer going on th right now if that shit was over the counter available for anybody that wanted it or they'd now eventually they'd all be dead I guess and they wouldn't be around to 
I don't think that somebody would have been tricked into having it in the first place because people got a lot of misinformation and they were given it by a doctor. And honestly, if they didn't turn to heroin, this was good for them and this was whatever. And and if they they if they could, no, an access to clean pills would have probably led to less deaths because they wouldn't have had the whatever that shit was called that they put in the heroin now fentanyl. You know, like that's that's another yeah. So yeah, I'm for it. Legalize it all. Let people decide. Fucking, if there weren't any cartels, no. Well, that's the fucked up thing, though. It's like now there'll be new cartels. And it's no, but it's it's not just that. If if you look at countries, and I'm not saying that the information is infallible, but if you look at countries like Portugal, Netherlands, all that, where they have, you know, legalized and regulated these things, they they just don't have the problems no, we have. No, but if you think about like say, let's say what we're talking about with the pharmaceutical companies what do you think the cocaine industry was going to be like if it actually was a legal thing if you could make that kind of money on the books like those motherfuckers would be ruthless i think that you would like we would not be able to conceptualize what that would look like because we only understand our country under the auspices of the drug war and also it's just like the same way as like you know when uh, Michael Moore did Bowling for Columbine, right? He couldn't get to the bottom of why is America this violent on itself? You know what I mean? Like, granted, we are, we export this violence to the world, absolutely. But, you know, there's a part of that movie where he breaks down the whole, like, well, these countries have just as much access to firearms as we do. But you don't see the fucking... And... There has been something like, um, and a couple of weeks ago, I saw the statistics, so it's probably higher now. But um, you remember how when um, the Atlanta racist Asian shootings happened? um, Like two weeks ago, I saw a statistic. He was having a bad day. Right, but they said since then, there's been 47 mass shootings. And that was two or three weeks ago. So it's probably way more than that now. We've got to bring this lockdown back on. It's just it's just insane though. Like uh so the the drugs, the violent all of it. No, we we are dude, we are a primal fucking country. And like for a long time I've been like, yo, we are we are a warlike people. Americans are a warlike people. We're a racist country. No matter what you know, Kamala wants to tell you we are definitely a racist people. Yeah. We're a racist country. We're a warlike country. We're some fucking savages. But it goes beyond the violence. We we take the most drugs. We are the fattest. We incarcerate the most. Like our cops are as violent as our people. Like we it's, made a it's sandwich crazy. using two pieces of chicken with more chicken in between the two pieces of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> KFC did that. Yeah. Double, double down. Double down. I no, forget. it's never it's, forget. I can't. We're the Miami, like, no, I, I was going to say we're the Miami Vice of countries, but what we are is we're the 1980s of countries. And I've said it a lot on this show about, like, how yeah, the guys the, from Miami Vice watching the, Hee Haw. The 19. 19- Yo. <laughs> Tonight on Miami Vice. Yo, you remember like this is your There's me- no case. Let's remember, watch TV on the boat. Remember this is your brain on drugs? No. America. This is Miami Vice on Hee Haw. <laughs> <laughs> and we're closing on that. Don't anybody say shit. 
We're closing on America is Miami Vice on Hee Haw. So on behalf of Silvery Plath, a.k.a. Paloma Abdul, Yoni Berra, Alicia Silverstone, my man, Adam Strange. Honky Odie. Oh. It's like Donkey Odie, but it's honky. I like that. Honky Odie. Uh, uh, Adam Strange, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. Uh, I am your host, uh, Falio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, known to the ladies as a pill named Sugar Cookie. You have been rocking with the worst, uh, the worst case scenario. So uh, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Music, where the girls get the apples, uh, and uh, you know all the other major platforms. And when you do, please like it, subscribe it, and leave us a review. And soon you can uh, send us, I don't know, some ducats so we can just do this instead of our other day jobs that are debilitating us. Um, Yeah, this has been the worst case scenario because two wrongs don't make it right. But three wrongs definitely make it worst. Dude, that's, that's the titular line on the episode.